Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to the Having It All podcast. I'm Matthew Bivens, and I am excited that you're hanging out with me today. It's a beautiful day. It really is. Today we get to paint on the canvas of life, and I'm super pumped to be here with you, and you are here with me, and we're going to get into some cool stuff. Today we're, we're talking about something that I know you've been asking yourself. I know you've had this question on your mind. Why is change so frustrating? And so we're going to dig into the psychology of change today and on next week's episode as well. I got a two-parter coming up. And this is going to be fantastic because I know that on some level, you are wanting change in your life. There's something that you want to change. And you may not think it's possible for you, or maybe you're struggling, or maybe you're just thinking it's very, very frustrating and slow going. And so what I'm going to help illuminate to you today um, are some things that are really going to help you to actually make the change that you want in your life and make it stick. So I'm excited about that. And this is stuff that I've done on myself, and I've, I've seen it work in my life. I've experienced it. So I'm very excited to bring this great stuff to you today. All right, let's kick things off a little bit with some magic. Ooh, magic. You know, this is when we take a moment to just pause and reflect on those magical moments, those moments when we influence ourselves, others, and life in an empowering way. And it's so important that we actually carve out the time to do this because it's magical moments that we are truly playing for. I know that's what you're playing for in life. Those moments when it just like life takes your breath away or little things happen that are so cool or there's like synchronicities and just all those awesome moments. That's what you're playing for on some level. So they're happening right now. And if we stop and recognize them, then we can actually get them to happen more frequently. So I've got some, I've got two pieces of magic actually that I want to share. Um, the first one is, it's about a 24 hour fast that I did recently. So I'm going to just start by prefacing this by saying, you know, I'm a balanced lifestyle coach. I coach people. I work with people. I lead others in the area of personal growth in transformation. I personally live at a very high level of health, of accountability, of discipline. And guess what? Doing healthy things can be incredibly hard for me as well, just like I know it is for you. So my magic is around this fast that I do every single week. I fast for 24 hours from dinner on Sunday to dinner on Monday. And this past Sunday was the Super Bowl. So normally I like to stop eating Sunday at like 5 p.m. So then on Monday, I break my fast at around 5 p.m. But given that it was a Super Bowl, Sarah and I were up and we were eating all sorts of, you know, Super Bowl junk food, all that great stuff. And I didn't stop eating till like 10, 11 p.m. So I knew that normally I would be fasting and just the thought of going all day on Monday all the way until 10, 11 p.m. at night and not eating like that idea made me feel uncomfortable. Like I didn't want to put myself, you know, I didn't want to have that experience. So I told myself I wasn't going to fast and I said, you know what, it's OK. I'll just I just won't do it this week. Um, and then I sort of evolved and I said, well, I'll just do it later on in the week. And then what what started to happen is that voice inside of me, 
that voice that is playing for greatness just started speaking to me and was like, you know, dude, that choosing not to fast because it's going to be hard is the punk move out. You know that's playing small. You know that's giving into the fear. And this little voice started to get louder and louder. And it didn't take very long for that voice to, to you know, influence me and get me to, be, to say to myself, okay, we're doing this fast. This fast is happening. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, you're going to break at 10, 11 p.m., but that's just what it is. You're doing a 24-hour fast every week, rain or shine, doesn't matter. doesn't matter how you feel. You're going to do this fast. And so that was magic for me, right? Like I was very committed to not doing the fast and I was able to turn it around and influence myself to show up powerfully and keep my commitment to myself because that's what it was about, right? Like every week I make this commitment to myself and I almost took a back door and didn't keep my commitment. And it's the commitments that we make or break to ourselves that are most important. So that is absolutely magic for me. And um, I'm just, I feel inspired by me showing up the way that I want to be showing up because it's in those moments when you don't want to do something that you really need to dig in to do it because that's when it counts. It doesn't count when it's easy. Like the weeks when fasting has been easy and, you know, it's like, okay, I'll just, I'm, it's just, it's simple. Like that's, it's, it's great to do obviously, but it's in the weeks that you really don't want to do something or the moments you really don't want to do something that when you dig in and you just connect to your bigger why and keep that commitment to yourself, that the payoff and the magic is so much greater. So that's magic piece number one. Magic piece number two is that this past weekend, I learned to drive stick shift. Yeah, I spent 33 years driving only an automatic car. And Sarah and I uh, just acquired a manual car. And we'd never, neither of us had ever driven manual before. So two friends of ours, they were actually the ones who gifted us this car, which is magic in and of itself that we were gifted a car, which is incredible. Um, but they gifted it to us and they gave us lessons. So on Sunday, I learned how to drive stick shift. And the uh, past couple of days, I've been taking it out just around my neighborhood, around the city streets, and just continuing to, to learn and practice. And it's been so much fun. It definitely has, in, in, uh, has increased my relationship with my vehicles. You know, I'm like talking to the cars, I'm driving her and like, hey, we got this. We can let's let's get from from stationary into first gear and hey, we can we can roll. And, it, you know, it's just it's been a lot of fun. So it's magic to learn something new and to uh, push my comfort zone um, because I was definitely nervous. Right. Like trying to figure out how to how to shift without stalling the car out, which I did several times. Uh, but it was OK. You know, like it was cool. I just composed myself and kept it moving. So. That's magic number two, learning to drive stick shift. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to just keep getting better and better and better. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So right now, if you feel inspired, I encourage you to pause the episode and think of some magic in your life. How have you influenced self, others, or life in an empowering way? No magic is too small for you to celebrate. I'm telling you, no magic is too small. All of it counts. It all snowballs into you know, you connecting with how powerful you are as the creator of your life. So take a moment if you feel like it. And then we're going to keep on rolling this train on and we're going to do some listener love. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I really do enjoy this segment of the podcast because you all give me so much. You 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 give me so much by choosing to listen to this podcast every week. I can't stress enough how big of a deposit that is into my tank, and I'm so grateful for it. And so anytime I get a chance to shout out you all and give you props and, and say thank you, I love doing it. So this week's listener love goes out to Brian. Brian, my man, I appreciate your email. You know, the, the, the email you sent was so dope. And we did a, a phone call as well. So you and I spoke and I was able to connect the voice to the name. And our conversation was, was awesome. It really was. And what I loved learning about you in the conversation, I thought it was really cool. I, thought, I think this applies to a lot of folks. Um, you said that you were sitting on an email to me. Like you were sitting on sending that email to me for a long time. And you, you wanted to reach out, but for whatever reason, you didn't. And so I think that the fact that you did is so magical because it led to us actually being able to connect, you know, human to human, man to man, father to father, and create a relationship outside of the show. And that's the most beautiful thing. Like an exquisite life is one with dope relationships. And that's what I'm playing for. So I'm grateful to you for taking that leap you know, doing something that, that made you feel a little uncomfortable and sending that email and connecting with me. So thank you so much for that, Brian. I really do appreciate that. And for you right now listening, if you've been sitting on an email to me, if you've been re- meaning to reach out to me in some way, whether it's just to say what's up, ask a question, share your story, whatever, if you've been meaning to do that and you haven't done it yet, then this right now is my invitation for you to step out of your comfort zone. Like, I'm not going to (laughs) bite. I'm not going to say anything mean or nasty to you. I would love to just get into some sort of conversation with you, whether that's through email or something else. So if you've been sitting on reaching out to me and saying whatever it is you want to say, now's the time to do it. Hit me up, mattcbivens at gmail.com. Or you can go to Instagram. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. Just shoot me a DM. Or you can even go on my website. MatthewBimmons.com, click on the contact tab and just fill out that form right there. However you choose, I would love to connect and you might hear yourself on Listener Love as well. So thank you for that. Look forward to talking to you very soon. And that's the truth. I do look forward to talking with you and connecting with you very, very soon. All right. Are you ready to talk about change? You ready to dig into this topic today? Because this is a juicy one. You know, we're talking about why is change so frustrating and you know again real quick this is going to be a multi-parter i want to dig more into the psychology of change because it's going to help you to have breakthroughs this episode will help you have some breakthroughs and the next one will as well so that's what we're going to be unpacking a little bit and i want to start by sharing with you that i studied psychology in school i have a bachelor's degree in psychology from university of florida And 
I chose that major because I'm just so fascinated with how we work from a psychological standpoint. Like what goes on in our minds, in our emotions, our thought processes. And I'm particularly very fascinated about the area of personal change. Because everybody has the ability to change things in their life, but many people will not. Like, let that sink in. Like, everybody has the ability to change, but a lot of people are not. They're not going to change, and they're going to stay frustrated about that. And so we celebrate and we really revere people who make big changes in their lives, right? And I know for myself, at times, I felt like there was something unique or special about a person who made a really, really big change, something that really helped them along the way. Like the person who has lost hundreds of pounds or the person who overcame poverty to become a millionaire or the person who was able to you know, overcome massive traumas in their life and now they, they give back to others from such a place of love and, and grace. You know, I've looked at those people at times and wondered, like, what is it that they possess that I don't have? Like, there must be something. And so what's interesting is, like, we see these examples all over the place, change happening all around us, yet we don't think it's possible for us. And so why is that? Why don't we believe it's possible for us? Why do we think we are the exception? That question and that that that. Like pondering that really revs me up. It gets me excited. And honestly, it's part of the reason why I became a balanced lifestyle coach in the beginning. Like, I want to change so badly in my life. And I always felt that there was some missing ingredient that was keeping me from making lasting changes. Because I can make small changes, short-term changes, but they weren't lasting. And it really was agonizing because... I could see myself in the folks that I admired. Like I could see pieces of me in them. But there was just this big gap, this gap that I didn't see a way across. I didn't know how to cross this gap. And so as a result, you can imagine, I became very critical about myself. I started saying, like my internal conversation was things that like, I don't have what it takes or I'm not strong enough, things like that. And what happened is the more I learned about change, through school, through my own curiosities, through you know me doing things on my own life and reflecting, the more I learn about how change really happens, it started to inspire me. It started to, to, to make me feel like, okay, this is possible. And then I started working with the coach myself. I started working with, with him, and he really helped guide me towards personal growth and guide me towards healing in ways I wasn't able to do before. And I've made some incredibly powerful changes in my life in areas that I did not think were possible, such as my confidence. I never thought I was really going to truly make changes and become that confident person I always wanted to be. My self-worth. I always struggled with self-worth, not standing up for myself, not seeing my own value. And I didn't really believe that I could make that change, at least not on a conscious level. Subconsciously, I knew I could, otherwise it wouldn't have happened. But consciously, I wasn't having those conversations that I could actually change in my self-worth. Same in the area of money, right? I've, I've been able to create some massive changes when it comes to money and just abundance in general. Vulnerability, I was so shut off. I was so closed off. I was so not willing to be vulnerable. And then, of course, you see me now here on the podcast and in real life when we interact, and you know that's one of my superpowers is vulnerability, and in relationships, 
changing how I showed up in relationships, changing and really being able to look at myself and assess what was effective and what isn't and making changes. So those areas, I absolutely turned things around 180 degrees. And so I became a balanced lifestyle coach to share with you the things that I learned, the methods that I learned, the insights, the practices, the breakdowns, the breakthroughs, all those things that make change possible. And I especially love connecting the dots with people who never thought they'd be able to make meaningful changes in their lives because that was me. And so what I'm telling you right now, if that's you, if this topic connected with you, this episode, because you feel so frustrated with why you can't make change happen in your life, I'm telling you, it's so possible. It's 100% possible for you. And I can help you. I can absolutely help you. And today's topic is going to help you to make those changes. It really, really is. And it's not just, I'm not trying to like motivate you, make you feel great. I'm going to give you some practical things. That's, that's what I always try to do. And I'll be remiss without saying that this episode was actually inspired by another podcast called the Life Coach School Podcast. And in the very first episode, the host, her name is Brooke Castillo, she digs into the topic of why aren't you taking action? So go check it out. It's called the Life Coach School Podcast. And there's some really, really great stuff in there. And you know, I believe that you're going to dig what, what Brooke is putting together. And she has a ton of episodes. Um, so go check it out. Because if you're a fan of this show, you're going you're gonna to like this, the, hers as well. So, okay. Let's, um, let me take a sip of water real quick. Ah, let's get into answering the question of why change is so frustrating and what you can do about it. So we have all done this. We've done this thing where we've identified an area that we want to make a change in. We figured out what actions we need to do different. You know, you got to do more of something or do less of something. We've made some sort of promise to ourselves like, all right, this is the time. We're actually going to do it. Now is the time. I'm going to make change. You maybe have even made a plan, like written down a plan. Like, all right, I'm going to do this on day one and this on day five and this on day 20. And then you start the plan. And what happens? You fall off. Right? You don't follow through. And then you start to beat yourself up. And that becomes a cycle, right? It's just, it's like a pattern that you keep on doing again and again and again. And what happens is it creates this feeling that change is incredibly hard, if not impossible. Yet, like I said earlier, there exist all those examples of people who've made changes. So then what happens is our internal conversation and then the logic starts to tell us, well, that means it must be something inherently wrong with, with you that is the reason why you can't change. You're not dedicated enough. You're not hardworking enough. You're not smart enough. You're not committed enough. You're not you know, strong enough, whatever it is. And so what happens is that makes it less likely that you're going to even attempt change again in the future. And so anytime you do attempt to make a change and it doesn't work out, it reinforces that narrative that change is so frustrating. And it keeps going on and on and on. It's a, it's a cycle. It's a pattern. And what's fascinating with what I just described is that within that game that you play with yourself, that, that conversation and all that stuff that you do, within that is the very reason why change is frustrating. But you're not seeing it. You're not seeing it. And so go back to, I mentioned, you know, I studied psychology. And one of the things that, you know, you, you really begin to understand is that there's, there's like a model to how 
our mind works and how you know motivation works and how taking inspired action works. And the basic model is that our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings then inspire our actions, our behavior. And it's our actions that create the results that we have in our life or don't have in our life. So our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings then inspire actions, and the actions we take or don't take inspire the results that we experience. And so right there in that little model lies the secret to why change is frustrating because this is what happens. Most of the time, what you do, again, is you, you say that you want some different results in your life. I want more of something. I want less of something. I want a different result. I want to you know, have a different body. I want my bank account to be different. I want my relationships to be different. I want whatever it is, more fulfilling, greater, you know, better looking, less weight, whatever it is. You want a different result. And so then you backtrack and you figure out what action do I need to take to get that result. All right, I need to exercise more. I need to smoke less. I need to be meditating more often. I need to be taking some big risks. I need to be doing whatever it is, right? Because again, it makes logical sense. The action is what creates the results. And so that's where most of the time you stop, if not all the time. You focus on the action to create a different result. But remember the model. It's your thoughts that then create your feelings and it's your feelings that inspire the actions. So if you're getting tripped up right now because the actions you're taking aren't creating the results that you want, and all you're doing is working on changing the actions, what happens is you are setting yourself up for some massive frustrations and some big, big, big struggle because you haven't identified the thought patterns that are creating the feelings that are getting you stuck in the first place. You haven't identified the thoughts that go in your head, your internal conversation that evoke feelings within you that then are leading to the actions. You're just trying to change the actions. So what happens is you tell yourself, I need to smoke less or I need to exercise more. And then you start building a plan for exercising more. But you never address the thinking that goes into the feelings which has created why you aren't exercising in the first place. And what, what, what you get is a tug of war. It's a constant tug of war between the actions that you know you should be taking and they're pulling you in one way versus the thoughts and feelings that you haven't addressed that are pulling you in the other way. That's why you're frustrated. That's why you're frustrated. And what compounds this is that we have this false belief that we can't even control our thoughts in the first place. And therefore, we don't even think that there could be a, you know, that first part of the, of the model. We don't even think it exists because we don't control our thoughts. And that makes sense because so much of what we see in the world is reactive. We are reacting from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. You wake up in the morning, you grab your phone, you're reacting to what's on Instagram. You drive in the car, you turn on the radio, you're reacting to what they're saying about the politics of the day. You get into the office, you open your email, you're reacting to the first thing that pops in your inbox. You're reacting to your coworker coming in. You're reacting to your kids. That's just how we are. And so our thoughts are constantly trying to keep up with all the things, all the stimuli that are hitting us. And you don't understand that you actually have control over your thoughts. 
And if you don't have full control, you can absolutely influence your thoughts. You can influence your thinking in the direction that you want it to go. Let's demonstrate this for a second. Here's an exercise. Think about a really warm memory from your life. Something that just brings a smile to your face. When you think about it, ah, it brings a smile to your face. For me, it's a memory I've had when I'm, when I'm a kid and I'm wrestling with my dad on Saturday mornings. I would go over to his house, and, or maybe I was, I was already there, and we would wrestle in the morning, and he would grab me and like flip me on the bed, and it was always fun, and I would be laughing, and my sisters would be there. It's just like a great memory, and it makes me feel warm, and I smile when I think about it. That is the connection right there between our thoughts and our feelings. You can think about something and feel something. You can choose to think about something like a memory of your childhood, and you can feel a great feeling. So you know how to influence your thoughts. The evidence is right there that you can do it. And it's so clear. It's so simple. Like We do this all the time. We influence our thinking. A lot of times we influence our thinking in directions that we don't like. You start thinking about what you have to do tomorrow and the next day, and you create stress. You start thinking about some terrible thing that happened to you 10 years ago, and you start creating guilt and shame. Like, that's what we do a lot of the times. But make no mistake, you are influencing the direction of your thoughts. So let's go back to the model. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings lead to inspire the actions. And then the actions are what create the results. So when it comes to change, you've got to go back to the source. You've got to look at your thoughts. You've got to go to that place where you're th the thinking is happening, the internal conversation is happening. That's where the solution to your, your change frustra frustrations lie. What you need to be doing is trying to understand the action or inaction. And you try to understand the action or inaction that you're taking by going back and looking at the thoughts and feelings connected to them. So, if you ask yourself, well, why am I not exercising? Well, maybe it's because I feel self-conscious about my body. Okay, well, why do I feel self-conscious about my body? Well, it's because, you know, I start thinking about the times when somebody made a comment about my body that I didn't like. Or I start to think about what other people must be saying to themselves when they see me walk into a gym. So when I think about those things, I feel self-conscious, I feel shameful, I feel like I don't deserve to be there, I shouldn't be there, and therefore I don't take the action. But, no, 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 remember, I'm going to take an action now. I'm going to change it right now. This is going to be a different day, a different month, a different year. 2020 is going to be different. So I'm going to get this gym membership. I'm going to hire that trainer. I'm going to go. But you never address the thoughts and feelings that were going on behind the scenes. And so they're, again, they're playing tug of war. They're pulling you in that one direction, even though you have the desire to change and the desire to take a different action to then ultimately have a different result, you haven't addressed what's really going on. You got to peel back some layers and get down to the essence. Because I'm telling you, no matter how many times you make that commitment to yourself to begin exercising or to do whatever or to do less of something, no matter how many times you tell yourself this is going to be different, this year is going to be a different year, I promise. If you never address those thoughts that are making you feel that way about yourself, you're fighting a battle that you're sure, sure to lose. 
You're fighting a battle against yourself. And I'm just going to tell you right now, those fear thoughts, those scarce thoughts, those shameful thoughts, they're just more repped than your abundant thoughts, than your loving thoughts, than your, your gracious thoughts. And so if you're trying to go up against them without even knowing what, the, what it is, without even being able to identify them, it's just a battle that's really, really hard. It's just really tough. And so then change feels so frustrating. And so again, the solution here, because I'm all about not just helping you guys see something, but I, I really want you to feel like you know the next step to take. The solution here is about really understanding yourself. It's about asking yourself, like, why am I doing this thing? Or why am I not doing this thing? Why? Why am I feeling this way? What, what is going on? Why am I feeling this way? And you've got to undergo that type of self-exploration so that you can figure out the thinking behind the actions you're taking or the inaction. It really is about becoming more conscious of your thoughts. That's your goal. Because again, what happens in your mind will determine what you feel, and then that's going to determine the actions you take, and then that's going to lead to the results that you create. And guess what? That's, this, is, this is a great reason why you work with a coach, by the way. Because coaching is really about helping you get to the root cause of your habits, helping you figure out those patterns, helping you understand those thoughts that are going on, helping you to analyze the, the, the essence and the root and the threads underneath your behaviors. Coaching is really about helping you figure out why you do what you do. Because once you understand that at a deeper level, then you can begin to make some changes that ultimately lead to you living your best life. That's just what happens. So big takeaway for everybody, big takeaway for you right now is really, really to make that time to get to the root of your thoughts. Get to the root of the thoughts that are creating the feelings in any area that you want to change. So it's February right now when this episode's coming out. So if you made some New Year's resolutions and they haven't gone so well, then that is a great place for you to do some self-exploration. That's where you can focus. So you need to make the time. It's not like a thing where you can just sit back and wait for the time to open up. It's not going to happen. You have to actually sit down and make the time. Put it on your schedule. Right After this episode is complete, I'm almost done, I promise. After this is complete, just take the next five minutes after you're done listening to think about an area that you're stuck in and then work on peeling back some of those layers to uncover some of that underlying thinking that's going on. And that thinking, the thoughts that are happening in your head, they're probably going to be automatic and they're probably going to be some things that you might not even be aware of. And so, you know, it takes some, t some silent time, some alone time, some you time to really work it out. But you can start the self-discovery process. Like, you can do it yourself. You can, you can begin that process yourself. And you can make some strides on this. I, I know you can. And listen, if you're having trouble doing so, if you're really having trouble peeling back those layers, but you are really frustrated with change and you want something different for yourself, then reach out to me for a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Again, I became a coach to help people who were like me, people who were feeling stuck, and didn't know how to get themselves unstuck. And what I love most is sharing the tools 
that actually work. Sharing things that actually work. And I do so on the podcast. That's, that's what all these hundreds of episodes have been about. Just sharing the stuff that works. Sharing my insights. But we can get way more in-depth in a one-on-one conversation. In a one-on-one engagement. And, you know, my clients who started out as listeners of the podcast can attest to that. You, can, you get a lot from the show. You get even more when you work with me one-on-one. So if you're ready to make a change, if you're feeling inspired and you want to, you, wanna, you know, something different for yourself, then go to my website, matthewbibbins.com slash coaching. Go there or you can just email me, matthew at matthewbibbins.com and we can set up a time to talk. Because again, I get it. Change is frustrating. Nobody likes feeling stuck. It's not a fun feeling. And it doesn't have to be that way permanently. You don't have to stay stuck, right? And so from just from listening to this conversation, now you're equipped to start peeling back some layers for yourself. Remember, your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings inspire your action, and the actions you take create the results that you experience. So if you've been focusing so much of your time on action, which is what we do, that's what we do. Most New Year's resolutions are about an action. Take a new action. Take a new action. That's what we do. If that's what you've been doing, then go a few steps behind that. Right? Look at that area that you just haven't been able to change and try to figure out the feelings that are behind that and then try to figure out the thoughts that are even behind that because once you address them, you can begin working on them. You can begin changing those thoughts. You can begin you know, affirming yourself. You can begin writing things down. You can begin hyping yourself up. You can begin taking some of the power away from those, those, those unhealthy thoughts and putting them towards the thinking that's really going to create the inspired action that's going to get you the results that you want. So you can do that now. So I appreciate you hanging out with me in this conversation as we tackle a little bit of the psychology of change. And remember, we have another episode coming up that is going to just keep this conversation moving forward because I have a slightly different angle that I'm going to bring to you all. Uh, a little mind hack, a little life hack that will help you to kind of get things moving when you aren't really feeling like doing so. So that's going to be in the next episode. And I love this stuff because I am about transformation, right? I'm about change, but I'm about change so that you like notch it up a degree and you get into transformation. That is, that's my MO. So with everything I share with you, yeah, it's about getting into some action, doing some very practical things, doing some very real things, very specific things that can create change and transformation in your life. Because I know it's possible because I've done it with myself, right? I've held space and, and walked a lot of other people through it as well. So it is so possible for you to experience the life that you truly want. It absolutely is. And I'm going to continue holding that space of possibility for you. So thank you again for joining me on the podcast. I so, so love that you are digging these conversations and uh, yeah, I do it for you. So my name is Matthew Bivens. Here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved? 
adages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.